Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about the best place to buy houses right now. What is right now, Jill? <laughs> February 1st, 2022. Yeah, what is today? What, wait, what is today? Is today, well, today is 2-2. Two, two, oh, today is 2-2-2-2. Two, 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 two. No, it's tomorrow. I know. Hold, please. Oh, well, we're recording it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's a little early. Yeah. Is it early? Okay, I understand. Yeah, as we record this on 2122, this show is airing on 2222. How cool is that? I don't know. Things like that amaze you. I don't, I, I don't think I'm alone. <laughs> Last time I checked, by the way, silly. You know what amazes me? What? Revenue. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And please don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel. Comment on the shows you like. It's not me that amazes you, it's just revenue. Well, you're amazing. I don't know. Oh, thanks. That's redundant. <laughs> me wearing a dress made of spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> With that, with that, you know, impress sure. you? Okay. Sure. Let me think about that. Okay. <laughs> awesome. All right. Michael wrote, I got a call from a seller that accepted my offers, my offer, and then he provided the following information. And then he had the following question. He said that the land is designated as a flood detention area. And what would I use the property for? Does the flood detention area kill the deal? Yes. How would you address this? <laughs> address the seller in regards to your potential use of the property. Thank you for letting me know. Have a nice day. <laughs> I mean, I mean. So is like, is it like a is it a dam now and then? Oh, here we go. Is there more to it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's more. There's more to this point. Hold, please. And I received a signed purchase agreement by email in a PDF format. Do I need to have the seller also? mail me a copy of the purchase agreement with a wet signature on it or is the PDF version sufficient to complete the transaction? Well, I'm still wondering if we're going to complete the transaction uh, at all. Let's let's decide. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if we need to get all hung up on this PDF thing for a moment, which is not a hang up. Go ahead. So... We've all, we've all seen flood detention areas. They're way different than waterways or uh, FEMA flood zones or any of that. A flood detention area... And they're not everywhere. They're only in certain parts of the country. Um, for some reason, you never see them in Arizona. Or if you do see them in Arizona, they're master planned so that there's a soccer field there. But a lot of times in like uh, pre-planned in- industrial parks, you'll be driving down uh, the street in an industrial park. There's buildings everywhere, uh, semis all, all over the place, loading and unloading. And then there's a vacant piece of property with a fence around it that you can look way down into. It's way sub the, the, it's not on the level of the streets or anything. It's way lower. And that's, that's because it's a, a, de, it's a designated uh, detention area, uh, retention, water retention area for flooding. So, you, again, you only see this in certain parts of the country. Um, honestly, I don't know why. I, I, I probably should look this up and find out why. Some places you see it, some places you don't. You see it in California a lot. Yeah. You don't see it in Arizona almost ever, which seems strange because Arizona's got its own way of I can think natural of a way of retaining uh, water. Like I said, if you do see it uh, in re- in newer cities like Phoenix, that's a soccer field. Isn't that funny? 
Yeah, like, remember that place behind the Wendy's in Torrance? Yeah. Okay, that's a huge, it was weird. Mm -hmm. It was a huge, and it, it was almost like, why doesn't somebody fill this in? But it's needed. Yeah. It's a needed thing. That's that. So that's your, th I know your first thought is, well, I can still use this. Can I just fill it in with dirt? Hold on a moment. Mm -hmm. It will mess with the, with ecology, and they have a plan out there, and you can't just fill well, it in with dirt. Don't get me started. Okay, I won't. Somebody <laughs> believes that, uh -oh. they, that they have a plan. Oh, and they're long gone. Whoever put that, whoever said, I yeah, see. we need that detention area, they're long, long gone. Aunt. That was 1919? They're a Walmart greeter right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. <laughs> you know they, what? They graduated. Someday I'm going to be a Walmart greeter, so please don't poop well, with that. That'll be fun. No, my point is a Walmart greeter position in their chain of career decisions that that person made is an upgrade from that other engineering, <laughs> civil engineering <laughs> oh my goodness. Are you done with the question? Oh wait, okay, so back up. So we covered that part. So it's a deal killing issue. Okay. And, and then part two is, who cares? We don't care if it's a PDF. It could be a photograph on their phone, if that's all they figured out. You have some image of this that you want to move forward if you're opening escrow, that's the point. And it, I don't need a wet signature and neither does escrow. So we covered that. More importantly, I have a question for you before we get into this. Mm -hmm. I have an idea in my head. <laughs> oh my God, here it comes. <laughs> She's got that smile like, I'm gonna get it right now. No, Listen no, you're not, no, it's the, no, it's the question. <laughs> I have an idea in my head of what, like, what would be my ultra, ultra, ultra retirement job that I'm only there for fun and, I'm, and just to like, oh. you know, pass the time, give back, I'm not there for a paycheck, you know, cause I'm so, I'm so retired, but I gotta get out of the house. Like, Walmart Greener would be one. You know, what would be, what's yours? Teaching. Steve Wozniak, the co-founder of uh, Apple Computer, he's like Steve Jobs' original partner, in his life, he's a multi-billionaire, teaches ch little young children about computers. That's okay. what he does in his life. So where would this be? You're going to be at the YMCA teaching computers to kids? Um, no, probably not. Wow. I'm Well, because I thought little... mine through. <laughs> This is the first I've ever thought about this in my entire life. Oh, I have a whole plan. I'm at the historical. Well, you answer society. first. Give me a second. I'm at the historical society, and I am giving tours. It's nice to talk to you, by the Thank way. Thank you, and providing. We've never talked about this. I know. That's what I'm trying to say. I, that's why I brought this up. I really thought this through. I'm at our local historical society, giving to. I'm a docent. What is that? Do you know what a docent is? I've heard of it before. Yeah. I, I knew about it one time, but you're I forgot. A, you're a volunteer, and you're just giving information, historical information, and answering questions. And maybe you're giving tours for free, or just talking about exhibits at the museum, or maybe you're showcasing Western art. So you, you want to be a teacher? No, I'm just want to be a docent. <laughs> I'm just kind of there and answering questions. It's just a different word for Sometimes a teacher. Sometimes it's where's the bathroom. I might be pointing that out. <laughs> I mean, they'd be, I might be pointing out, where's the bathroom? And when you come back, I'm happy to fill you in on the artist who painted this. I think that would be really cool. That's I think they'd be fun for about a week. Oh, so wait, wait, so back to yours. You want to teach kids. What do you want to Not teach Not necessarily kids? kids. It could be, uh, maybe we have a tiny little group of Land Academy people, you know, that, that really are. Um, this is give have, back. You're 80. You're 80 here. Yeah. So you're not that spry. <laughs> <laughs> making me feel like I'm almost 80 right now. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> no, 
know, come on. You're 80, 85. I you, think that if you, you're, especially when you're 80, you need to be getting up in the morning and doing stuff. You want to do something so different from Land Academy, it's not even funny. You Serious. Think? Yep. You you have a whole different plan. It's running. She's you know telling me Land what Academy. I, this, this is a great display of what my life's like with Jill. Listen, you're 85, she's, she's not, and Land Academy runs see, better her, without you I answered her question. Hold on a second. I answered her question. <laughs> I don't think you did. Very quickly. Hold on. Okay, so let's back up then. Um, you you didn't quite tell me what age or what's really going on. <laughs> oh, like what age I want to retire? No, 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 no. Like, give me, give me, can I just have a little more information? That's what I'm asking you for. Like, I can tell you exactly who the people are walking up to me in the little kiosk. How are you, Joe? How, in the kiosk that you, I work how much, at. How, time, how much thought? With my dogs There's a kiosk? Yeah, there's a kiosk. Do you own the museum? No, I don't. Are you kidding? This is fun. I'm 85. I'm just having fun. I have no, I have not, there's never thought about this right. in my entire life until this moment. <laughs> okay, well, maybe you should. You know the Scottsdale <laughs> Museum down there? The yes. Western Museum? Yeah, that's one That'd of the places. That'd be a perfect that's place for you to I'm, do that. That's what I'm saying. Now you know where I'm going. What's your outfit look like, more importantly? Because I'm sure you've got that all mapped well, out. What's a hat and cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. I'm a docent at the Western Museum. I'm very happy to help. And I will point out where the bathrooms are. <laughs> My gosh. Oh, okay. You in the bathrooms, huh? Right, exactly. <laughs> I've never even been in that museum, have you? No, I have not. I need to go in there. Before, before, before I uh, apply for the job, I should probably walk in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today's topic, best place to buy houses right now. This is the meat of the show. Could we have gone off topic anymore? No. Buying, selecting places to buy houses is shockingly, amazingly simple. There's a, all over the internet. This What prompted the title for this is a webinar that Jill turned me on to that I watched and uh, subsequently discussed in great detail uh, during our, one of our career path sessions and our Thursday call. And one of the slides, it's the first American, if we can find it, it's really worth watching. Uh, the title is, you know, what's going to happen with the housing market in 2022, and it's put on by First American Title. And one of the slides uh, that she was talking about, the presenter was talking about, was where are people moving? And that's where you buy houses. And I don't mean, you know, because everybody's moving out of huge cities, and they're moving into tertiary zip codes <clears throat> or counties that are adjacent to or almost adjacent to some of these larger cities. It's exactly what you said. You know, it's like a Zoom. You know, you're, you're close enough if you need to get into the office or to the to the heart of the town. But that's that's one thing that I thought was really good about the the webinar that they did. It really proved our point. You know, you think people are really getting the heck out of Dodge and going out into the hills and hiding? Not no, so much. Right. They're really <clears throat> staying within the city limits, if you will. But they're not in it. In it, they don't need to have the you know, leave your house and Starbucks right on the corner, a hundred yards away. Yeah, you don't want that. I would heavily encourage you to analyze all this like we do in Land Academy by zip code, not by county. So it's really easy to get county data. For some reason, it, it gets reported. Uh, not as easy to get zip code data, but we can create our own. That's what Land Academy is all about. So look at these zip codes and uh, there's big, huge, I mean, think about the zip code you're in right now. And then maybe the next uh, zip code that is adjacent to you uh, I know in our case, there's huge differences in the zip code that we, we were in right now and then the ones that surround it. 
from mm-hmm. a real estate statistics standpoint. Can I ask you questions when you're ready? Sure. Okay, number one, does price matter? Well, price is <clears throat> massive. So with houses, we uh, implement what's called smart pricing and we have uh, virtual assistants overseas line by line by line analyze what each house is worth that you're making an offer on and then we take an average of that and then discount it appropriately in a super super hot market and that's what i'm asking you to go find real hot markets where everybody's moving to yeah price really matters you you're you're going to go in way more uh you're going to price your mailer a lot higher than we would let's say a year or two years ago mm-hmm. how about how about does the price of the, do I need to stay in the mid range for the price of the asset? My thoughts are yes. Am I right on that? I don't know what you mean. Like, I don't want to go for the real expensive ones. Oh, like, yeah. I want yeah, to stay yeah, right. Yeah. It's really, I'm just going for what is hot, right? I'm, I'm going to yeah. study what's hot. Just dead just on. Just try to you, get more of those. You almost never, and I can't think of a circumstance where you would buy an extremely expensive house and then uh, Wait. very quickly yeah. uh, flip it. Right. All right, is this stuff that you're talking about, so this is like really where, to, you know, best place to buy houses right now, 2022. Do you have the same response? Is it the same for us as an investor as it is for a flipper? Yeah, I mean, I, I look at us and fl- that's what we are, we're flippers. We're, we're, we're not wholesalers and we're not rehabbers. That's the we difference. We buy the asset, yeah. we do absolutely nothing to it. Uh, in some cases we might, I don't know, replace carpet. I don't mm-hmm. know, in some really, I don't think we've ever, we've done that one time that I can think of. Paint and, yeah, paint and carpet. And so, yeah. Easy. Yes. Um, do I care, this is my last question, because I'm thinking of things that people talk about and I read that I read that they get all excited about online, right? And one of the stats people throw about around is, you know, there's only three months worth of inventory. I get yeah. tired of that. Should I worry about anything like that? Days on market. That's how the ultimate gauge, in my opinion, and then if you're a Land Academy member, refer to your equity planner, all the information's in there. If you're not a Land Academy member, you could fly solo on- Or House Academy. Uh, yeah, or House Academy. Yeah. Uh, fly solo on days on market, or just common sense if you really know the market well. You know what's so funny? This is my last point. It ties into this. I think people get all, like they're afraid of areas because of low inventory. I think that's what I hear. Like, oh, there's not, there's only X amount of, you know, months. Like I just said, there's have they, they have, they have an easy button that they think is perfect, and they talks about inventory in an area. I'm gonna argue that I want low inventory because I want to be one of the ten. Well, here's the thing. Here's how it works in reality. There's, you know, Jill and I have been instructing at Land Academy for years and years and years now since uh, 2015. God, this is like year seven, I guess. Yeah. Hold on, you okay? So, no, it's fine. I mean, it, the, they come, we get, so, and I completely understand this and respect it, but with new people, you people come in and, and uh, they tend to have the same questions before they go through the material that, it's just a cycle mm-hmm. that keeps happening and and, uh, and they're excited. Mm-hmm. And I completely understand that. I, 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 I literally remember being excited after my first one I'm or two deals too. So excited. Yeah, me too. <laughs> And so pricing, uh, you know, there's, there's not, it's not going to be perfect. You know, you're, you can expect to have what's called yield. And if, if you make a huge mistake in pricing, uh, you're going to fix it on the phone, on, on the back end, whether it's you overpriced or underpriced. I think, this is my opinion, I would much rather do pretty well at pricing, but not perfect. It's never perfect. 
in a super hot market, get one or two deals that come in or Jill can reel them in. And then because you know, once they're signed, how fast it's going to sell. And so in a market right now, there's real hot markets all um, over where we buy these properties uh, in three separate states. And for some reason, the the price point that seems to work well is around $600,000 because in those houses four years ago were literally two or 300,000. It's that hot. It's gone up that much. So I take it upon myself, personal responsibility for finding one or two deals per mailer to make sure that we can, and then they automatically sell themselves very, very quickly for $100,000 more. So yeah, I would, wouldn't you rather do it in a super hot market like that? Just know it's going to sell and just put, put the job, put the, the, uh, the acquisition responsibility, not the sales responsibility. Of course. <laughs> That's it, just yes? Yeah. Would I rather give the work to you than to me? Heck yes. <laughs> is that, is that, that what you just said? Yeah. Wouldn't you rather be on the purchase price and how I queue it up than you have to really work hard at it? Well, I'm not dumb, yeah. <laughs> but I can help, it's okay. <laughs> Need to send out a few thousand offers to property owners like us? Check out offers and the number two owners.com. So that's offers to owners.com. No setup fees, free mail merge, exceptional service, and now including just released for everyone concierge data and pricing. It's awesome. Give offers to owners a call today. Happy to join us today, five days a week. You can find us here on Land or House Academy Show. Tomorrow's Jack Thursday, and I'm going to talk about how to host a successful podcast. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. Who's asking this question? It was just all me, and here's why. Ah. We hit, for the first time ever, we've had this show since 2015, we have hit 100,000 consistent, unique downloads per month. That's pretty darn cool. So I can say pretty safely now, and it's consistent. This has been maybe the sixth month that we've done this, that it is successful. It's successful. In spite of us. Before, for, for six and a half years, it was just Jill, Jill and I talking to each other with the camera on. That's right, and three people. <laughs> <laughs> and they changed <laughs> all the time. <laughs> hey, thanks for tuning in. We would love to connect with you, by the way, on Clubhouse. So join us the first and third Thursday of every month. I don't remember what time, but go to the Land Investing Club in Clubhouse and you'll find us. We're, We're Stephen Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.